My next guest is a fiction writer and educator. She has a PhD in sociology and equity studies from the University of Toronto. Her debut novel, The Wondrous Woo, was shortlisted for the 2014 Toronto Book Award. She's an award-winning author who has recently returned to the place where her most recent book, That Time I Loved You, is set, Scarborough. She can now be found at the University of Toronto's Scarborough campus as its current writer-in-residence. I'm excited to welcome to the show Carrie-Anne Lung. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, mm. and, and happy Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. You're the pig. Thank you. Yeah. I'm the, yeah. <laughs> is that what we say? <laughs> yes. You're the pig, yeah? Well, my, my child was born the year of the pig, so it's, ah. it's pig year again, so okay. yes. And what are the um, what are the what are the characteristics? You're the pig. What, what's pigs are very um, family oriented. Okay. Um, they're generally pretty happy. Um, yeah. They some pigs like only worry about their own pen, so they take care of their pen, their home, their okay. family life. Yeah. All right. That's as much as I know. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it's a good one. And what what animal are are you? I'm a sheep. A sheep. What is yes. it? What is a sheep? Um, who is sheep? <laughs> I I don't know much about the sheep. I think it's um, very like peace loving. Okay. You know, it's part of a flock. Except someone told me that the year I was born was the year of the sheep that left its f- without its flock. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I left the flock or okay. the flock left me. Oh but no. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, again, thanks for your time, and I know you're 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 very very busy. Um, You've just come back to Scarborough, is, mm-hmm. is what some people would say. I think so, uh, yeah. yes. Um, Writer-in-residence, what, what is that? What do you uh, do here? Well, I'm so honored to be the writer-in-residence at University of Toronto Scarborough for the winter term. So I'm here from okay. January to April. Okay. And what I do is um, I meet with students who are emerging writers, and I help them with their manuscripts. I try to give whatever knowledge I have to yeah. pass on. I run a... Um, a uh, writer's group every mm-hmm. week. Um, I've given some lectures. I visit classes. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of what I do here. Nice. I, I came to an event that you, uh, I don't know if you were running, but you were, um, you know, one of the three mm-hmm. Scarborough yes. Uh, yes. writers. There, were, there was uh, yourself. There was uh, Catherine Hernandez. Mm-hmm. And uh, David, am I saying his name, Cherry Andy? Yes, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. Apparently, it was it was one of the first times that you guys have all gotten together. It is. To talk? It was the first time. We've often um, been together on panels and lit events, but only in pairs, but never the three of us. Ah. And anytime anyone talks about one of our books, the other two are going to be mentioned. So the three yeah. of us are seen as you know the Scarborough literary scene. Yeah. So yeah, so it was really meaningful for me to bring us all together. The holy triumphant. The, yes, the triumphant. <laughs> and, um, and also we're very good friends. So it was really one of the first things I wanted to do in coming here as the writer in residence was to coordinate yeah. this event oh, wow. and have um, students in Scarborough see us together. Yeah, because so, yeah. David is in the West Coast. Yes, he teaches at uh, Simon Fraser University out in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. How did he feel coming? Because he what was it last week? It was like so cold. There was so much. He snow. was not prepared. <laughs> no, <laughs> he did not have any winter gear. It's like he forgot his Scarborough roots. He wow. didn't know how to dress for winter anymore. <laughs> yes. Now, how long have the three of you known each other? Um, I've known David for like maybe eighteen years. Oh wow! Yeah, Long we time. were 
we first met each other through like the academic world. Okay. Um, yeah, we had friends in common mm -hmm. who are scholars. Oh, and wow. uh, Catherine, maybe two years since her book Scarborough came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is yeah. nice. And I, and I heard that Catherine and David, like they grew up on the same street or something? <laughs> they and they never well, met her? Well, I think Catherine realized, I think by then David had left, okay. but she grew up in the same block as his parents. Ah. So, yeah. Wow. Because when I heard world. that, I go, okay, wonder if he if his character is in the book Scarborough. Right. <laughs> no, they never knew no, each they other. Did, they no, they didn't. No. They didn't. <laughs> um, I, I, so I, I, you know, in my pursuit of... Uh, learning more about you before today, mm -hmm. uh, I went on your website. Okay. And on your website, you have a quote. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious what that means. Everything carries a story. Right. What does that What does that mean to you? Um, I think like all we are are stories, right? Mm. Like when we get to know a person, how do we get to know them? But they tell us their stories, right? Yeah. So even memories are stories, and I feel like. Um, the land is a story. Scarborough are a bunch of stories. Mm -hmm. So I feel like st I really believe that stories carry um, how we make meaning. So for me, everything is a st is story. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Let's go back. You were born? Born in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong. Yep. How old were you when you came to, was it Canada, Toronto that you first landed? Yes. Scarborough, actually. I thought it was Etobicoke, maybe. That no, no, no. It was okay. Scarborough. Um, Scarborough, you landed. We actually um, had, my uncle lived here in Scarborough. Okay. So when we first immigrated, we went directly to his house. All right. And, uh, what neighborhood was he in? He was also an agent court. Okay. Like Huntingwood right. area, Huntingwood and Birchmount. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, so when we um, bought a house, we bought it near his place. Ah. And so we were, yeah, we were in agent court the okay. whole time. Okay. I was six years old when we six integrated. Six years old. Mm -hmm. So agent court mall would have been your hang, was that your hangout? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it was like my second home. Wow. Um, it was where I was first allowed to go to by myself yeah. and my friends to hang out. I worked at the Wolco there. We used to be the Walmart. It's now it's the, Walmart, the Walmart, but, but it, it used to be Wolco. Wolco. I wow. worked in menswear department. My goodness. Um, so it was just like so much of my life was at Agent Court Mall. The library was inside the mall at the time. So they I was have at the a library. Nice one outside now. They do, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That that's that's amazing. Yeah, I, I just we have so I'm a, I'm a Cub Scout leader. Mm-hmm. And we have our storage in the basement. Which I believe used to be a Bargain Heralds. Do you remember there yeah. being a Bargain? So okay, so right with so where the Bargain Heralds right. was it's is where our storage place. currently is okay. now. Yes. And the only reason yes. I know that is 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 sort of the, the from the back entrance to go down. There's like uh, graffiti on on the on the hallway going down right. the stairs. And there's bargain heralds, and I go. This was a bargain. Interesting. Wow, <laughs> I gotta see that graffiti. Yeah. There was also a pool hall down there. Okay. Yeah. So this, hmm. Because when we, when I, before I saw the bargain heralds writing, mm -hmm. uh, when I went down there, I, it, it almost looked like. Now the ceilings are very low. It almost looked like a place where you would roller skate. Right. No. Because they had this thing like a yeah. booth in the middle. Yeah. And it was like around. But now that you it's say it was a pool, a pool hall, hall, yeah. That was prob that's probably the pool hall then. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. I wonder yeah. where the, what side the Bargain Heralds was then. 
And they might be different. The Bargain Herald wasn't in the basement. It was upstairs, but it was right above. So maybe so they, they had their storage down oh, there as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was the pool hall downstairs. Because mm-hmm. I know Parkway Mall, that's where I live. I live in the right. Parkway Mall is my mall. Right. <laughs> uh, they've got a bowling alley. Right. Uh, okay. Un- underground. Yeah. Under where there is now the TD, but I think TD is now moving. Right. To an outside location right. rather than yeah. inside the mall. See, malls even have stories. They do. Right? <laughs> yeah. And Scar- it's very interesting. Scarborough, I wanted to ask you this question last week when I was here, but I had to leave early. Um, malls are very interesting for me in Scarborough. And I'm, and I'm sure, you know, they're all over the place. But it seems that Scarborough has these very small mm-hmm. malls. You know, they're, they're the big ones. You know, so in Toronto, we've got the Eaton Center. We've got Square One. Fairview Mall, Scarborough Town Center here. Mm-hmm. You know, those are s- destinations. Mm-hmm. And then there are these neighborhood malls. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up with uh, Bridalwood Mall. Yes, I love Bridalwood uh, Mall. Yeah, that, you know, close to home. The I, it might, That might be the only mall that has a graveyard on its property. Yes, in the parking lot. In the parking lot. Yep. That is phenomenal. Yeah, because that was the only family plot that would not sell to the mall when they were developing it. And mm-hmm. they refused because the whole thing was a cemetery. Okay. And uh, that family lot refused to sell, so they built around it. That's why that is why it's there. there. Yeah. That's really yeah, interesting. It is. I've always wondered, like, why? How did that happen? Yeah. Um, but S- Scarborough and com- these community neighborhood malls, mm-hmm. um, there are seem to be very important mm-hmm. to to the community. Mm-hmm. They're a place to hang out. You can go at any time to Parkway Mall, and there's people in the food court. There's yes. people in the the small little library. Yes, I think there. it's because these suburbs, like we have, those are our gathering spots. Those are like our town square, mm. right? And yeah. so all of uh, that's where we go. That's where we go to hang out and meet people, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. What's your favorite memory about Agent Court, Agent Court Mall specifically? My gosh, I have so many <laughs> memories, like so many. Like it was, there's so many. Like my first car accident oh was no. in that parking lot. Really? <laughs> you know, uh, working in menswear, dollar forty-four days. You know, where I'd be like wow. shoving. You know, back then Wilco would like do rip-offs of designers. Sure, sure. And so there were these underwear that was called Eve St. Eve's. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be shoving these underwear three to a box and announcing on the loudspeaker, dollar forty-four day at aisle number twelve. You can find Eve St. Eve's. Yeah. You know, three for for dollar forty-four. So yeah, like there was just there's just so many. And just hang out with friends after school, like just yeah. Wow, uh, I I, th- I I remember getting into an accident, but I, I didn't hit a car. I hit a light pole. Oh jeez. In Victoria Victoria Terrace. Okay. That plaza out there, Victoria Park and. Lawrence. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I have no clue how it happened. I just remember turning and... A yeah. I go, who did I hit? Yeah. And there's a light pole. I go, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so I think that was the passenger side door. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, I hit a, a parked car, too. Two cars ago. <laughs> how do we do this? Um, how did you get into... Do you consider yourself a writer, storyteller? How do you, how do you define yourself? Sure. Um, a writer. Yeah. Yeah. I think of myself as a writer, among other things. Um, yeah. Storyteller, writer, mm. both works. When did you first start realizing yourself that this is, this is what you do? This is what I do. Or this is what you're going to do? 
I have always wanted to be a writer. Like that was mm. the only kind of enduring dream I had as a child. Really? It's really there was nothing else that I wanted. Was there an author or a book that you had read? I read everything. Okay. Yeah, that was how I learned English. Was mm, reading. Of course. Like I was just so um, into books. So I read tons and tons and tons, and I just so wanted to be part of the world of books. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't something that especially for us, like, you know, growing up in the 70s to first-generation immigrant, you know, household, like, being a writer just wasn't something you did. And mm -hmm. especially because, you know, I didn't see any, I don't think there were, like, any other Chinese-Canadian writers. Like, we didn't really see that. Okay. I didn't even read my first Chinese-Canadian author till I was, like, in university, right? Who was that? That was um, Disappearing Moon Cafe, Sky Lee. She's okay. a Vancouver writer, yeah. Ah. And that was my first um, book. So it wasn't just something that was feasible. I think my parents really wanted me to be a doctor or lawyer, oh, as like we, all of course, like <laughs> all immigrant <laughs> families, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, but I've always wanted to be a writer. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, now, now, I haven't read um, your first book, The Wondrous, who I recently read uh, that time I loved you. Um, but why, why, why was it important to call out your setting? in Scarborough, like to mm -hmm. call it some of the streets and the locations. Mm -hmm. um, was that important to you? Yeah, I feel like in, I really believe um, that I really wanted a very strong setting. The setting itself is kind of a character. The street itself is kind of a character. Mm -hmm. So I very much wanted to that bring that um, very vividly on the page that readers are really situated as to where these stories happen and how important it was that it was this one neighborhood. Um, so, and in my mind, I very much visualized the neighborhood of my youth and my childhood. So for me, it was always gonna be Scarborough. Yeah. yeah. And I'm curious, as you say that, the, the f was it the Four Sisters? The Four Sisters streets? streets? The four yes. Is, are those real names? No. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, they're not real names. I was going to look where exactly is Yes, but you know, there's so many streets like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there'd be streets that were all called names of flowers That's or right. a name, right? So that was, yeah. That is that is so mm -hmm. true. Um, I, I don't know when it was as I was reading your book, but I went to the back mm -hmm. of, of the book. Um, and, and you talked about, and, and I think you acknowledged that there's some heavy themes mm -hmm. in your book. Um, you, and, and, and as I, as I think back, I haven't read David's book, but I've read, I've read, Kath no, I've read David's book and I've read Catherine's book, um, brother and, and Scarborough. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the theme that all of, all of you have, but I really want to ask you about your theme, um, is that it's, there's sad stories. Mm -hmm. there's there's hope um but I, I mean i remember reading scarborough and laughing mm -hmm. um but but it there's there's sad stories mm -hmm. um is that is that just a function of um your writing or was it something you wanted to bring out and really focus on i think that um they're just real things in life mm. you know and i think that in um, the book, there's also levity. There is humor in it as well. Oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like a mixed bag of this is kind of life. Sure, it's funny. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. tragic. Yeah. It's heavy. 
And I wanted to really talk about um, some of the things that we now can name, you mm -hmm. know, as racism, mental illness, suicide, yeah. gendered violence, but we didn't have the language for that in the 70s. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk and bring that sensibility as to how we thought about those things back then without having the kind of awareness and consciousness we do now. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I remember you talking about um, at, at that session you did was people always inquiring whether what you're writing is autobiographical. Mm -hmm. um, and then there being a sense of being upset, like, why don't you think we can write fiction? Yes. Um, yes. And so I'm curious, um, you know, as, as an observer, as, as a reader, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's interesting because, you know, uh, you know, we take a look at other authors who, who are right in maybe the genre of, you know, action and, and things of that mm -hmm. nature. Um, and we never think, oh, they used to be a CIA spy <laughs> right, right. or something. But we, but yes. we read something like that time yeah. I loved you, and, and we wonder, oh, I wonder if her family was like that or if her right. friends were like that. Right. Um, but I, I am curious mm -hmm. in, in terms of, because it is set in a real place, mm -hmm. um, and there are Asian characters in it. How were these autobiographical themes that, that you were bringing up or mm -hmm. was or were you taking a look at themes generally? I'm, I'm they were themes generally. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what I knew growing up was not a lot about what my neighbors were, right? They're, but I was always very curious. Yeah. And I was very curious about what was behind uh, closed doors. So a lot of it is my imagining mm. of things. So, um, yeah, but you're right. I think that especially for women writers as well as for racialized writers, yeah. oftentimes that is um, put upon us, that it must be autobiographical, yeah. you know? You've got and something uh, to say. Yeah, it? and it's just like, no, like this is kind of like what's, these are kind of themes that are important to us, yeah. and we write them, and um, yeah. So cool. Um, someone asked a question about... How do we get people? I think the question was, how do we get people to stop leaving mm -hmm. Scarborough? Yes, and I th and I and I tried to put myself. It's been it's been a few years, kind of like yourself. It's been a few years since I was in university, yes, you know, or college. And I'm going. I've I've never thought of that question about leaving, quote unquote, home or something. But then I also see this grand world that we live in. There's so many places to go and visit. There's so many things to see. Mm -hmm. So many cultures. Why? Why do you think that question was asked? Are, are, are we in a hurry? Are people in a hurry to leave Scarborough? Do you, mm -hmm. do you think? I think that that might have been a response to David and I both having left Scarborough, oh, right? Okay. All right, yeah. And, um, and like I had said that night, and I've been thinking about that question a lot since. Yeah. Um, this is not the same Scarborough that David and I grew up in. No, right? I mean, it changes. It changes, it? and yeah. so the reasons in which I felt I wanted to leave no longer apply. Like mm. there's so many things here now that would have maybe um, nurtured me that wasn't there before. Yeah. So I can't say. I don't know what people you know growing up now are if they're in a hurry to leave or not. But I mean, I think it's okay to leave, and it's always okay to come back. And yeah. you know, all of those things. Like I feel like this is kind of my coming back in a really sweet way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and Catherine still lives in Scarborough. Okay. And I visited her place, and I'm like, well, oh, it's kind of nice living here. Maybe I'll come back one day. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was wondering. 
it, it took me back to, you know, when, when it, we, this place used to be called Scar- Scarberia. Yes. Um, yes. You know, the hood. There yes. was always, oh, you live there. Yes. Um, yes. But to me, it's, it's like, it's a, I, I don't look at it as a leaving thing. I think of it as a going somewhere. Mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. um but you're very proud like i think i've read somewhere where you know you you, you currently live downtown toronto i do yes um and as you, when you're talking to friends or or colleagues you you um, speak about your pride yeah for scarborough yeah um i've always answered scarborough like even when i first left scarborough to go to university at carlton yeah? everybody's like where are you from because everybody was from elsewhere yeah and i think some uh, people in the burbs would say i'm from toronto right and yeah. i've never said i'm from toronto like i said i was from scarborough so i'm curious so yeah. you, so you there was a reason that you left scarborough mm-hmm. and those reasons don't exist anymore like mm-hmm. scarborough's a different what, what what was one or two of those reasons why why you left scarborough I think that um, I felt pretty confined, mm. you know, by Scarborough. Okay. I wanted to see other things. Mm. I was always like, oh, my future's out there, you know. Um, like a lot of people, sure. very ambivalent about home, right? Yeah. But I grew up in um, a Scarborough that was still very white-dominated, mm. you know, and um, and I very much wanted to bust out, and I just had an inkling that there were other things that might have been more, um, more, more nurturing of me, I guess. And uh, so that was yeah. that was the big reason. Okay. Yeah. But you're still proud of Scarborough. I'm super proud of Scarborough. So what Coming is it about? Back, s- yeah. What is it about Scarborough? Well, like Scarborough? when I when I came, David and I. Um, did a talk together during during Nuit Blanche Scarborough. Okay. And yeah. so when I came and I got off the, you know, what is it, the LT, LRT? LRT, yeah. Yes. Um, and started walking towards the Civic Center. I was just, I felt, I felt very teary, like very emotional. Oh, no. And wow. in a good way, yeah. like seeing all these, um, seeing all these folks and a lot of like folks of color, like mm. really claiming Scarborough yeah. in this way. It was kind of like, you know, the Scarborough that I never even dreamed possible, you wow. know? So yeah. it made me just incredibly proud that this place has, has grown in these ways and are bursting with uh, creativity and cultural production. It just makes me so proud. Yeah. Yeah. We I've done a few Nuit Blanches, but I think sort of by accident. I was somewhere, <laughs> Nuit Blanche was happening, and so I went yes. through it. Yes. This was the first... Nuit Blanche yeah. that I attended. Right. And right. we, it was late. It was late night. We came like at. It was cold. 11. Too. It was cold. Yeah. Um, I think I was catching a flight somewhere the, the, in the right. morning. Right. Um, but it, I, I, it was amazing. Yeah. To see, it was amazing. To see those words um, yes, on, the on, projections. on City Hall, the projections. <sighs> That, yeah, was, that was, was phenomenal. so amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Like It was like this kind of arrival that I felt um, just made me really emotional. There was a pride. It was such a pride. And uh, I felt like I was part of something. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was part of something. It's interesting that you talk about your pride of Scarborough. I remember being on a, um, on a local podcast um, and, and the host, one of the hosts asking me where I was, where, where I live. Yeah. Um, and I had named my blog the same name as, as my answer. And my answer was, 
just inside Scarborough. Right. So it was like, you know, I just, I just happened to be. Right. You know, just right. inside. And he asked me, what do you mean just? You're either in or you're not. Right. And I go, well, I'm, I mean, just inside. Like I could throw a rock right. from where I live and hit North York almost. <laughs> right, right. You know, so just inside Scarborough. But now if somebody asks me, mm -hmm. um, it's like I tell them Scarborough's a Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> of yes. Toronto like watch out things mm -hmm. are happening things are happening you know there's yeah. so many amazing food oh it's amazing you know it's there, amazing there's, lot, there's lots of amazing things mm -hmm. um in the city um I, I I'm curious about you know in Toronto uh, Toronto as as a city um is almost I look at it and go I don't know if it, if it was meant to be this big mm. you know uh, again there was um you know Scarborough used to be its own city and mm -hmm. then Back in the Mike the, Harris days, it was the mi mega, mega yeah, city, yeah. Built in the mega city, so I almost call it Toronto. Might be even a mistake. It shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Um, but we have these various um, Torontos, similar mm -hmm. to like these various Scarboroughs, right? Yes, different absolutely. Neighborhoods mm -hmm. that you can go that you can go to. Um, but we have these two types of Torontos. You've got the inner city. Mm -hmm maybe where you live around where you live currently mm -hmm. and then you've got the inner suburbs mm -hmm. where scarborough inhabits yes. and other places like etobicoke and so on um and there's usually different there's there's there are things that people downtown talk about and want you know especially if we're talking politics mm -hmm. and then there's people you know where we currently are in east scarborough mm -hmm. um where we're asking for things here mm -hmm. you know in this sort of neighborhood um, and, and I'm really curious your thoughts about this dueling realities within mm -hmm. one city. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what people in one area ask for versus people in another area mm -hmm. seem as, as important. And, and whether these divides help us understand political divides, cultural divides. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts on this. It's hard for me to say because it's been so long since I lived in Scarborough, mm. so I couldn't say I'm really immersed in the kinds of issues. I mean, some of the issues remain the same as when I was growing up here. Transit is still, you yeah. know, really lacking in Scarborough. And, um, and yeah, people in the downtown core are very much, um, very much just kind of like obsessed with that place mm -hmm. without thinking about the implications to the bike suburbs. Bike lanes, bike lanes in Toronto. And, and yeah. Subways in Scarborough. And subways <laughs> in Scarborough, exactly, right? So that there are a lot of, um, like you said, conflicting interests that I think one does not know about the other. And yet, you know, we see like that kind of like lots of people in the suburbs commute downtown to work and maybe vice versa. So I'm not sure why... Maybe these divides aren't as as like um, definitive as we think. Mm -hmm. Like maybe if we actually sat down and talked about it and hashed it out, maybe yeah. you know there are solutions. But yeah, definitely there's this idea, and there are also there are class lines, there's race lines. Like there's all kinds of real divisions between like what downtown looks like and what the suburbs look like. I yeah. think that are real. That does talk about the conditions of life that are different for each. Mm. Yeah. Coming back this this semester, this term, mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm curious if you've had an opportunity or a chance, or even you know, it's not like you live in a different world. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. You I live one, you know, transit yeah, away. You yeah, just a quick drive away or transit mm -hmm. away, a few stops away. Um, but I'm curious if if you, you know, if a student came in the office just mm -hmm. now and then they go, oh, I loved your book, and they wanted a tour 
mm-hmm. of Scarborough. Yeah. Where would you take them? I would take them to Agent Court. Yeah. I would take them to the, the Scarborough that I inhabited and I know very well. Um, and I was just actually there. The Scarborough Mirror interviewed me in the summer and they had said, where do you want to meet? And I'm like, let's meet at Agent Court Mall. And yeah. it was like kind of my opportunity to come back to the old neighborhood because I hadn't been there for, for a while. And like it all looks the same. Like the architecture is all the same, yeah. but it's completely different, right? Yeah. Like there's a kanji queen at Agent Court Mall yeah. now, which is like, whoa, blew my <laughs> mind. Um, my old high school looks the same. My old neighborhood looks the same. But what it's high school not. did you go to? Stephen Leacock. Stephen Leacock. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I would take them probably touring around there yeah. and talking a bit about the history of what I knew growing up. What would you yeah. say about the people? The people now or people then? People then? People then? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was one of, I think there were three families, Chinese families on my street mm. uh, when we first moved in. And we moved in when it was brand new. The grass wasn't even laid down yet. Wow. Right? So the subdivision was completely new. Um, and before that, other longer, you know, residents said that they used to camp where our houses were. It was like a wooded area, right? Yeah, so there's just so many layers of Scarborough, right? Um, And um, so it was a very different moment, right? We had snow days, (laughs) which my child (laughs) complains about all the time. Can you imagine now? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, so it was a very different time. Wow. Um, Tell me about the... um, you know, writing this book. Mm-hmm. Um, when when did you start it? Did you know ahead of time what you wanted to write about? I never know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I never know. I know some writers have like beautiful outlines before they start, but I never know. Yeah. I never even know whether it's going to be a novel or a short story or even a oh, poem. Wow. So I wrote the first uh, variation of the first story, Grass, a long time ago, before I even wrote my first novel. And I always felt like I needed to go back to this story because it wasn't quite done. Mm. And I had it published and everything, but I felt like I had to retrieve it and uh, see what else it was going to become. So I thought maybe it was going to be a novel, but then all these other characters came up for me. And um, then I just started writing and I wrote it as, I guess, linked stories. Yeah. So even the form is kind of challenging because... Um, Usually it's like it's a novel or it's a collection of short stories. But the way in which the story came out for me had to be. They're all connected. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to Catherine's book, Scarborough. I felt, you know, each chapter is very different. Vignettes. And yeah. 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 Is is that a is that a style now? Like, I'm curious. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if it's a style, but I just feel like sometimes stories come out and they have they have its own integrity. And so I just kind of follow its form, whatever it decides to be. Yeah. Yeah. When you finished it, um, I'm curious about, you know, what goes through an author's head. Um, You know, I'm so, for example, you know, I'm a huge Neil Young fan, music fan. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very interesting where. You know, he, he won't necessarily describe what the song is about or who he's talking to. He says, whatever people get out of it. Yes. It's it's I, I put it out in the world and it's for people to yeah. get what they want out of absolutely. it. Absolutely. Is that how you approach? Oh, absolutely. Like once the book is finished, it's not mine anymore. It's mm. like whoever's holding it in their hands, reading it. Yeah. You know, it, they have uh, that's what's awesome about music or literature is that they have all these lives outside of the writer and i really believe that 
Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, what did what did you do? You ever want to get something out of writing? Is it a cathartic process for you? Yeah. Or is it work for you? Like, what is it to you? Um, it's both. Yeah. I think that um, I'm just there's I. It's not even a choice for me to write or not to write. Like I write. That's how I make sense of the world. Is it's my own discovery. Writing is my own discovery. Mm -hmm. So um, there's nothing better than being in a flow of a of a new story. Like I feel like it's it's a bit like you know for anybody who does any creative work, you know, there's this just sweet spot that you hit when you yeah. are really in your flow, and um, it's the best feeling in the world. Nice. Yeah. Are you currently writing anything? Or I is it am. an ongoing process for you? It is. Um, I Yeah, I think like once you get a couple of books out, there's an expectation that there'll be more. <laughs> and uh, which is kind of then it becomes more pressure, right? That's when it becomes job uh, oh, okay. work, right? Yeah. And uh, there are, you know, there is a, there is a book that I'm st starting as well as a book of essays that I'd like to work on as well. Mm. And uh, so those two are kind of ongoing. Nice. Yeah, but very early stages. So, um, Back in, back in, in our uh, Scarborough home, where my parents still live, and my mom insists she's never going to get rid of that. It's right. just the two of them now. Yeah. You know, in a one to four bedroom yes. town, townhouse. Yes. Um, on Bridletown Circle. Um, and I, so... I used... My dad had a donut shop. Where? Um, at Warden and uh, just before you hit Finch, like there, you know, there's a there's a plaza there. Yeah. Uh, there's like a south of Warden or north of Warden. South. South of Warden. South, not on Warden. South of Finch. On Warden, on Bridletown Circle, in that corner yeah. where the TV bank is now. I don't know. I haven't been past the mall in a long. Oh I mean, the goodness. plaza in a long time. There used to be a fitness center or swim school now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so still we there. had a donut shop no there. No way. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I yeah. was there all at bike take my bike right down there, get like a um, a freezy or something. Yeah, yeah. Because the uh, Timothy Eaton school was right behind it, I think, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Which is not there anymore. Oh no. Okay. They, there's homes there. Oh. And I believe they're building a YMCA center. Okay. There. So you went to Lamaru? I went to Sir Johnny McDonald. Oh, you went to McDonald's. Yeah, okay. yeah I yeah, went yeah, to yeah. Sir Johnny McDonald. I almost got booted to Lamaru because my last year, so Scarborough was a term school. Right. And it was one of only a few term schools in Scarborough. Uh, Lamaru, which was the next closest school. I was like right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, was a semestered school. Ah, uh, I see. And my last year, I was only taking four classes. Ah. Uh, so they say, you, you shouldn't be here. Because I was right. like in school every other day. Right, <laughs> My right, last year of high right. school. But yeah, yeah. Right. So okay. I, I, went, I went to Mac. So I've situated you. Now I know. Now you know, <laughs> now you know where, where, where home is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your in parents. My, in my brother's yeah. room. Yeah. Um, him and I were weird. I used to hang a, a chair from the ceiling. Okay. Um. And people would say, why is it there? I said, well, whenever mom tells me to sit up, <laughs> the chair is on the ceiling, so I would sit up. Um, and my brother would have a mural. So he, he drew an outline of a, of a, of a boy mm -hmm. on the whole wall. And you know, on our labels, mm -hmm. it says, you know, machine wash warm, right. um, tumble dry. And then the next thing said, have heroes. Huh, okay. And I remembered that as I was reading a blog post that you had recently Right. written about about talking about being a fangirl yes yes um and specifically about a certain author yes, yes. um and 
I, I want I don't want to ask you about specifically about that letter, but more generally about. It's hard these days I find to um, to have heroes mm. because now it's like, man, if I invest my heart and soul, yeah, am I gonna find out a year from now that this person's a jerk? Yeah. Um, so I have a, a bunch of questions come out. Uh, the first question is, can we, or can you, I'm curious, can you separate um, art from the person? We should. We should? Okay. We should. Yeah? Yes, I absolutely think we should. I think that, you know, we live in such a weird time where everything becomes a brand mm. and the people behind the work becomes their own cult you yeah, know yeah. and um and i don't think that that's healthy i think that you know i would like my work to just speak for itself on mm. paper um which is why i also feel like that question of being autobiographical i think does it matter does it matter at all even right yeah, yeah. um so yeah i think that i think we should not be so fanning the people but maybe you know if you if you come across work that you like to really own the work and this is what I was saying about yeah. you know the work has lives of its own because it doesn't belong to the person who made it anymore mm. it belongs to the reader or the listener and um, I think we should That's think about that and be inspired by that in yeah. terms of how it makes sense to us in our own lives you know yeah I, I don't know where I sit on this anymore Mm -hmm. Because before I used to, I used to I used to yeah I'd separate it, um, and then I say no it's the same and, and I'm I'm going back and forth because mm -hmm. I spoke with somebody and you know she was telling me you know for example so um, once a year I find myself in New York City for work hmm. um, and I'm I'm a huge fan of New York's comedy scene mm -hmm. so almost every night I go. Um, I go down near Washington Square, yeah, um, and I go to the Comedy Cellar, yeah. Um, and this past late September, early October, when I was in New York, I went, and Louis C.K. was mm. a surprise guest, right? Um, and I was like, was that his comeback? That was the second night of his uh, comeback, okay. right? We had missed his first night, his mm. second night, and it was amazing. And I and as I'm walking home, I got, I, I, should I feel? Like, well, I don't know what to feel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's the feeling in the moment where, yes. you're, where you appreciate the comedy and then there's a feeling after where you've got time to digest it. And I go, I yeah. don't know. I don't know how to feel anymore Yeah. about this. I know thing. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would be able to attend yeah. any of his work, right? Was like it wasn't like yeah. we're going to see him. It was like, oh, he's coming Yeah, in. yeah, no. But no, I, I totally, to, to not know how to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some things are more clear than others, I guess. We're complicated, right? Like we're a mess. <laughs> Life is a mess. Yeah. And I think that, um, yeah, I think I stand by that, that you have to, you have to just take the work and leave the rest and you need to make sense of it for yourself as to how much you True. you know yeah. yeah it's very conflicted it is it is mm -hmm. let's get some some lighter some lighter okay. some lighter fare for sure um i want to ask you about your favorite scarborough things <laughs> so I, I, now i know you don't currently live here but you work here now oh my gosh you're a big food. back of scarborough food. So okay well tell me your that, favorite Scarborough food? Just oh, my God. That food, gourmet Malaysia. Gourmet Malaysia. Where is that? That's like a... 
Is it Shepard and Brimley? Okay. I don't even know. I don't even remember. Um, is awesome. If you haven't been there, you have what to go. Taste, what, what is it that you, what, what's making your mouth sour? Um, oh my God. I love laksa. Um, okay. They just have so many. They have roti. Like they have, um, it's like, it's like Indonesian food, Malaysian food, kind of Filipino, like that Southeast Asian okay. kind yeah. of flavors. It's so, so good. Nice. It's so good. So that is my fave. Often I just go to Richmond Hill now because that's where my parents live. Okay. Yeah. So to eat, I go to Richmond Hill yeah. a lot. But um, Scarborough, yeah. And then Warden Station. I mean, that bakery there. The patties, patties the are patties. still amazing. My niece is living with us from Calgary. Yeah. And I told her, you want patties? Yeah. Warden Station. You go to Warden Station. <laughs> if you happen to be downtown, you go to, is it Bathurst? You go to Bathurst Station. Right. Yes. The patties yes. There. yes. The <laughs> Bathurst Bakery. Yes. It's so true. Those yeah. are places where you get the best patties. Yeah, absolutely. You know, besides, I don't know if you remember uh, Peanut Plaza. Yes, Peanut Alan's, Plaza. Alan's pastry, right, right, right. Oh my gosh, They've got Peanut the best. Plaza. Yeah. yeah. My favorite uh, Scarborough restaurant um, has to be China Cottage. I don't know if you've been Where's there. That? Um, it's right opposite Parkway Mall. Okay. Um, it is on the northwest corner of Pharmacy in Ellesmere. Okay, okay. Fusion between, uh, it's Hakka, Hakka Chinese yes, restaurant. Yes, yes. Uh, so I've delicious. heard there's some really good Hakka restaurants. So in my Scarborough. mouth is watering right now. <laughs> um, besides Asian Court, is, is there another Scarborough neighborhood that stands out to you? I really stuck in Asian Court, <laughs> you know? Like, you know, like my malls were Fairview. Mall. And Scarborough Town Center yeah. and Agent Court Mall. Like that's kind of like my Scarborough Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> was those malls. And um, my friend went to Johnny McDonald. Okay. So she was living on Victoria Park. So I would go yeah, visit yeah, yeah. her all the time. Um, but yeah. So like this area of Scarborough, like by the Rouge and the, the zoo, yeah. was like a whole other world to me. It is, so I hardly it? ever came down this way. Yeah. yeah. It is very, very. And it's very... Like, I don't know how people out here, if they don't have a car. Yeah, it's and they not. Work, like, how do they get? Yeah, I think they have to have a car. Yeah. I think so. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, we know you love Agent Court Mall. <laughs> yes. But Scarborough's <laughs> also famous for its strip plazas. There's, you yes. Know, Yes. Is, is there is there a, is there a strip plaza that that, uh, that so the out to one you? where my donut my dad's donut Your shop da- was donuts, right? Yeah? Okay. My grandfather actually owned the whole plaza. He's th- oh wow. Yeah, he used to own that plaza. So um, there was a Chinese restaurant there. I forgot yeah. the name of it. We ate there almost it's every there. night. Is it the same it's one? I, I'm sure it is. I can't What's remember. the name of it again? Do you remember? Oh, no, I can see. Yeah. It, but no, I don't so remember. I mean, we were there every night pretty yeah. much, and we had the donut shop. And uh, for like a hot minute, my dad and mom actually um, took over where the swimming pool, like the, the, the swimming lesson places and yeah. created a Chinese Canadian gym that was catered to Chinese folks in Scarborough. They didn't know how to run a gym. My dad chain smoked, you know, most of his life. So it wasn't <laughs> like, you know, health was their yeah. forte. But we owned that for about five minutes. Um, so, so, yeah, was that that's church, Was that church right south of that? Was that your, your neighborhood church then? There was oh, a, no, we never a, went to church, okay. so I wasn't very... I'm trying to remember if that's yeah. a Chinese church or not. Yeah, we Just never went to church. Um, all right, so we talked neighborhoods, restaurants, Scarborough Strip Plazas, and, uh, and Scarborough Malls. What else about Scarborough should people know about? 
What else? Oh my gosh. I'll, I don't I'll know. tell you mine. Yeah. The bluffs. Right. I think, you know, the bluffs, the rouge, um, I think is a gem. Oh, yeah. For the city of Toronto. There's so, I think that people don't know how beautiful those areas are. Oh, it's you amazing. know, it's really, really quite beautiful. I can't wait to be able to take the trails around the campus yeah. because I think there's some beautiful trails. Mm -hmm. And the bluffs we went to a lot, it was a big makeout area for us <laughs> when we were in high school like you go and drive and park right yeah. and my friend um my best friend maria and i used to take her dad's big tank of a car a big buick and they we were would all skip school they? yeah they, they were, were all, all massive cars. gas guzzlers and <laughs> we would drive down to the bluffs and just like sit and smoke all day and talk because i don't know when you're a teenager there's so much to talk about i don't have as much to talk about anymore yeah <laughs> people but yeah, we used to drive to the bluffs a lot. That was like a, a special place. Yeah, it's uh, I, I only discovered the bluffs uh, a few years. I mean, you know, it's there. Yes. And you might have visited there once or twice on a family picnic. Yes. Um, but I mean, I was out, you know, Finch and Warden. The bluffs were a, a, a yes. world away. Yes. Um, you know, most of my friends, you know, Fairview Mall to me was the hangout place. Fairview Mall. Right. Bridewood Mall, yes. There used to be an amazing burger and fry place there that's, that recently just got yeah. sold. It's a weird little mall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was Fairview Mall Library. Right. That yes. was my hangout place. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Not that yep. I'm a smart kid by any... But that was where we hung out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, absolutely. That, that, was, that was the hangout place. But just a couple of a few years ago, when my son now is starting to go to choir around that neighborhood. Right. And so when he used to have... Uh, rehearsals on sunday for two hours mm -hmm. my wife and i would take that time to right. go hiking and so that's how we oh, wow. rediscovered those areas uh, you know, yeah ravines in the area no the yeah. bluffs the parks yeah it's phenomenal it's places. it's you know once i took the um, go train to um guildwood i don't I don't yeah, even yeah, know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I biked from there yeah. to this campus. Mm. And you can go through all parks, yeah. you know, without having to even go hit a street. It's, it's there's just so many beautiful spaces. It is. Yeah. It is. Carrie Ann, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Your thank you.